In today's show, we have news about more plastic reduction at Disney. A new D23 event, you can now tap to enter your room. I'd tap that. Dates for podcast meetups and so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Dreams by Design Travel. Dreams by Design wants your vacation to be a happy adventure where families can have fun together. They believe that a magical vacation begins with careful planning, and that is exactly what you will receive with this authorized Disney vacation planner. Remember, services are free, and make sure to tell your travel planner that the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. So visit dreamsbydesigntravel.com today. We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all of the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit themeparkconcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Well, contact our friends, themeparkconcierges.com, or call 407-257-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. Well, hello, everybody. How you doing? Excellent. 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 Excellent, Smithers. <laughs> Excellent. So as we record this, this is show for the day. This is technically show three, but we split it into two, so it's show four. Uh, we're loopy at this point, uh, but we're going <laughs> to we're going to keep moving forward because that's, that's right. what Uncle Walt encourages us to do. That's right. Um, so we kind of touched on it a little bit when we recorded the Wednesday show. What are what are your plans for this weekend? Because we overlap. What what are we doing this weekend? Uh, Saturday is Magical Dining at Ravellum. Yep. Sunday is Magical Dining at STK. Yes. Now this is Labor Day weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So. I think we I could have, do something Monday too. I would love to. Uh, I'll have to check with the boss to see what she says. Oh uh, wait, we have this. Oh yeah. Dang it! Damn podcast. Damn. Well, it is Labor Day. <laughs> we could labor on that day. Yeah. Um, Friday night, uh, I'm going out with a group of uh, Sid's coworkers and some other friends of ours from the show, and we're going to do a, a white, a white clam, clam crawl beer crawl. Which should be interesting. Uh-huh. Uh and then Saturday before Ravello, there's a uh-huh. pool party for another group of coworkers at three. And I'm like at three, but we have to be at oh, okay. 
Uh, and then I don't think we have anything else on Sunday right. other than SDK. So I'm planning on sleeping in on Sunday. Okay. Uh, so that's my weekend. Uh, we would love to know what you guys are doing on the weekend. Let us know yeah. in the show notes if you're if you're listening live. And and by the way, we do a live show every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern at facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. And we would love for you to be a part of it. Uh, and when you're there, just like everybody who's there listening right now, we would love for you to share the video, share the podcast with all your friends. We're trying to grow uh, our reach on the channel and uh, trying to grow what we do here. Uh, the more people we can spread the Disney love to, uh, the better. better. So, all right. Outside of that, is there anything else you want to add? I got nothing. Then let's get into the, the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Uh, real quick, uh, we have a, a new sponsor. Oh. A brand new podcast has bought sponsor time for uh, the Disney Parks Podcast news segment. Great. And that is Orlando Like a Local. Orlando Like a Local is a brand new podcast just launched. It's an exciting podcast wow. and website that features all the local doings here in the Orlando area. That's not just about theme parks. It's also about great food, great events, great restaurants. I said food already, events and attractions. Yeah. Other than, you know, the three main theme parks, a lot yeah. of entertainment stuff. Basically, if you're coming to visit Orlando, there's a lot of things to do if you don't want to go to a theme park. Because Orlando, like a local, lives where you vacation. So check them out, orlandolikealocal.com, facebook.com slash Orlando, like a local. local. All right. Disneyland Resort. <laughs> and I think this... Well, when you talk about this, this applies at every Disney resort. Yeah. They're talking about Disneyland, but I think this is Yeah, this everywhere. is applying everywhere. And it's just, I, I don't know what straws did to kill people, but apparently... It wasn't the they're, people. They're serial killers. Yes, it's animals. I get yeah. it. I totally get it. They've killed some animals. Disneyland Resort begins reduction of straws and bags and eliminates lids. We've already had quite an increase mm -hmm. in spillage yep. at Walt Disney World. No lids. Yep. As part of the Walt Disney Company's renewed commitment to environmental protection uh, was announced last month, the Disneyland Resort has put into place several new policies meant to reduce plastic waste. Beginning this week, plastic straws will be available by request only, and plastic lids for adult cold beverages will no longer be available. So we are putting them on the kitty stuff. Mm -hmm. Guests with disabilities who require a straw or lid will be accommodated. Also this week, plastic bags will now be offered to uh, guests by request only. So what do you put your stuff in when you buy something? Well, I have an answer for you for that. Yeah. Uh, we had friends that were doing some shopping in some of the Disney uh, Park stores, and they have cloth bags that you can purchase for 99 cents. No. So you can carry all your stuff with you. Or if you have a bag, you could drop your stuff in it. But no more plastic bags, buddy. And these are not high-quality cloth bags. They're almost single-use. <laughs> I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to say this with all the niceness in my little heart. <laughs> and it is little. Yes. If you're taking the bags away, then you come up with a replacement for the bag that I am not paying for. It is not a me problem. It's a you problem now. Right. You don't like the bags? Then you find another replacement for the bag. But I'm not paying for a bag. Well, Disney's point of view is 
Look, I don't care what the point of view is. I'm the customer. I'm so always you, right. You're, it's okay for these plastic bags to kill small animals and 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 other things. So we're getting rid of the plastic bags. So stupid move. It's only a ninety nine cent purchase. I don't think. I mean, these bags don't cost ninety nine cents. And I know that Disney's yeah. making some money on it. I, oh yeah, they should just that should just be part of it, you know. Raise or, everything in the park ninety nine cents and yeah. give me the bag for free. We're already paying fifteen dollars for a five dollar mug. Yeah. So what's you know thirty nine dollars for a ten dollar t shirt? Yeah, yeah. There are forty dollars for a ten dollar plush. Yeah. So Disney plans to. Remove I would say this: anything over. $10. Free bag. The bag is free. Anything under $10, well, th- that's costing us money now. So now you have to pay the 99 cents. Right. That's what I would say. Or how how about this? And Go ahead. Are the bags recyclable? Otherwise, what are we doing? Well, they're mul- they're yeah, you can use them. You can use the bags until they break. And then what? Is it recyclable? Can I That I don't know. Yeah, see. So I, then we just know. made something that it's just going to get filled in, in the landfill anyway. Disney plans to remove all single-use plastic straws and stirs by mid-2019, which will amount to a reduction of more than 100, excuse me, 75 million straws and 13 million stirs annually. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. I totally get it, but I don't like it. I'm sorry. I understand everybody out there who is all environmental and all that stuff. I love you. I think that you're awesome. Please forgive me. I just don't like this move. Yeah, I don't either. And the whole, listen, I I really like drinking out of a straw. Period. End of story. I don't like not having a straw. And the not having a lid is just going to be a mess. Right. I mean, everybody's going to be walking around with sloshing cups, uh, you know, because once you leave the restaurant... You know, th- then what? It doesn't have a lid. You're going to be spilling all over everybody. Yeah. It's just going to be an ugly mess. One of our California chat rumors said the plastic ban will eventually be countrywide. Yeah. Because uh, in California, uh, they're so used to paying for their bags. If they don't bring their own, the plastic ban will eventually be uh, countrywide. Um, now, I heard you can request a lid and the straw for medical reasons. So... <laughs> I'm just gonna come up with a medical reason. One of our one of our chat rumors said have a heart share with a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can buy straws too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they'll be selling them. <laughs> they they've been selling them. Yeah. But the funny thing about the sell, straws that they're selling, <laughs> guess what they come wrapped in? Plastic. Plastic. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. They're just uh, all right. Let's go on because I could talk about that all night long <laughs> until the plastic comes back. It's on you, Batman. <laughs> all right, uh, September fifteenth, just around the corner, we are going to the Grand Floridian uh, Miner's Lounge, and we are, are going to meet at seven p.m. for some cocktails and drinks and whatever you want to do. Hanging. You up. don't have to drink. If nope. you want to drink, you can drink. You don't want to drink. Don't have to drink. You don't have to drink. Let's come hang out. Have a just good time. Just come out. Hang out. Sometimes we throw out stuff. Order some snacky snacks. Yeah. Yeah, they got food up there now. They do. It's great. Yeah, got a nice uh, charcuterie. Yep, had that the other day. Uh, we still have this undetermined uh, thing in October. We When we, we know, we'll let you know. We've got <laughs> a pretty good idea. We're just waiting for all the yeah. pieces to fall into place. Yeah. Uh, then November 3rd, we're going to the boardwalk. Maybe get some uh, Mickey ice cream. Yeah, buddy. 
And last but not least, mark your calendars, circle it, highlight it, mark it, date it. You'll want to come the December 8th Christmas call starting at the Outer Rim at the Contemporary at 7 p.m. So we go all around the monorail drinking our way. Well, yeah, all right. Mm. Yeah, a good mm. majority is are drinking. Some are some are drinking. Some are not. <laughs> I will be in the uh, Caribbean. We get back on Sunday. Uh, I'm huh. very upset by this, oh. but that stems the breaks. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we can move it later. I may not be here. No, you won't be here. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do and it. If we move it before, you won't be here. Right. Right. So, oh well. uh, Don't forget that you can listen to this podcast on your uh, Amazon Echo and your Dot, uh, or even your Google Home. Just uh, tell the device to play the Disney Parks podcast. Don't forget to go visit our store, the DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash shop. We have some things there. John, yeah, we've got some cool mugs. Yeah, we've got some cool mugs. We've got some logo wear as well as we're adding. Uh, some previously, uh, we had some previous items that were replicating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the store is growing each week. We're adding more and more stuff, so we're we're growing it. Yeah, there we go. Good, Good. stuff. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, and then wherever you listen to this, on uh, Stitcher or Downcast or iTunes or wherever it is, don't forget to please rate us and review us. And last but not least, share us. Share us with one friend one. this week. One friend. Find one Disney friend. They'll go, hey, dude, check this out. Each one. Send. Save one. Or yeah. Share one. <laughs> exactly. I went into my church mode there. For a second. <laughs> all right. There's an event coming up that I am thrilled about. I'm all signed up. Uh, D23 is having, I love when they do these things, a lunch with a Disney legend. Uh, last, no, two months ago, it was uh, Bunny Matson. Uh, I've been to Morty Scalar. I've been to Bob Gurr. I've, I've been to a bunch of these, and they're yeah. fantastic. Very small. It's not like 3,000 people. Right. It's usually less than 70 people, you know, like five tables of 10, I think, the last time. Uh, so, Ron, I've had the pleasure. Uh, he came to a Disneyana World Chapter meeting, and... Uh, I'll get into what Ron did, but he was sitting uh, at my table. So I had literally dinner with him and his wife uh, at, at the table. And was, he was telling some fantastic yeah. uh, off-mic stories that <laughs> cannot be repeated even on this show. <laughs> Wowzers. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's give you a little details about uh, Mr. Logan. <clears throat> Ron Logan began his Disney career at Disneyland as a trumpet player. He also played with the fanfare trumpets as part of the Disney-produced pageantry for the 1960s Winter Olympics in Squaw Valley, California. In 1978, Ron moved to Florida, thank you for doing that, Ron, to become a Walt Disney World music director, serving various roles on both coasts until 1987, when he was promoted to vice president of creative show development for all of Walt Disney attractions. Wow. That was worldwide. In his last role at Disney, Ron was executive vice president, executive producer for Walt Disney Entertainment. He was responsible for creating, casting, producing 
all live entertainment products for the Walt Disney Company. He produced all live entertainment for the Disney parks worldwide, five Super Bowl halftime shows, and served as the president and founder of the Disney theatrical production, which produced the first Broadway show, Beauty and the Beast. Hmm. Now, if that wasn't enough, Ron actually served as a cast member until 2007 and just recently retired, and where he's a professor at UCF teaching... Entertainment, <laughs> entertainment. I think he, uh, I think he calls it entertainment business. Right. No Uh-oh. business entertainment. Entertainment right. business. Right, right. So on Friday, October nineteenth, the limited number D twenty three gold members uh, will be treated to an intimate three course luncheon with Ron in a private dining space at Disney Boardwalk uh, at in at the conference uh, center at Walt Disney World. Uh, during this exclusive event, D23 members will have a chance to celebrate Ron's legendary career. I don't know what he can cover. He can't cover his whole career. No. You know, so I don't I don't know what he's going to highlight, but hopefully it'll be It'll be good, great, whatever good it bit. is. Yeah. It'll be great. Uh, limited number of tickets, obviously, and then it will end with a one-of-a-kind exclusive gift uh, created just for you. Did, did I see a price on this? Uh, nope. I think it was like a buck and a quarter, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, wasn't that bad. Wasn't bad. As soon as I saw it, boom, sold. Nice, sold. Um, <coughs> the whole bad thing about this is they never let you video or audio record it. Of course not, because nobody. We should never be allowed to keep those stories. Yeah, for posterity. So. But uh, go Google Ron uh, Logan. He, I think he's got a wiki wiki page. You can check him out. Excellent. Yep. Well, boys and girls, you asked for it. You wanted it. Now it is here. Earlier this year, the new digital key figure. Blah, blah, blah. Earlier this year, the new digital key feature was rolled out with the My Disney Experience app, allowing guests at Disney's Wilderness Lodge to unlock their resort room key, resort hotel room. Just by using their Bluetooth devices, the device, a digital key, stop it. The digital key feature, the digital key feature adds convenience and flexibility to a Disney resort hotel stay, giving guests a backup option. Hmm, That's interesting. Mm -hmm. In the event that they lock themselves out of their room. Additionally, the feature has been designed with a Disney touch and guests who listen closely can hear the sound of pixie dust filling the air as the hotel room door opens. Well, imagine this, my friends. You go all the way up to your room. You tap your magic band and it doesn't work. Imagine now t- tapping your phone and it doesn't work. I would not hear pixie dust. Yeah. I would be seeing red. Go ahead. The digital key can also be used to unlock the hotel entrance gate and common area doors, which require a key, such as fitness centers, elevators, and club-level lounges. The guests who have checked in online can also use their digital key to skip the front desk, similar <laughs> to what they are able to do with the uh, magic band. All guests staying in the same room who have a My Disney Experience account can elect to opt in and activate the feature on their check-in day through a short <laughs> setup process within the app. And this is the problem. Yeah. To enter their room, guests will simply tap the unlock door button and hold their phone against the door lock. Guests are able to choose to either use or both options. 
Guests are able to choose to use either or both options for room entry throughout their trip, but it's important that they wear their magic band for all other uses, including park entry, fast pass redemption, linking Disney photo pass images, and more. And this is when I say, put everything on the phone, Disney. I know. And you're getting close. You're getting, you're getting closer. You're getting one step closer. That's ultimately where it's all going to yeah, go. I think so. I think that's their goal. Yeah. Once they get this done, what's then left? Next is credit cards. Yeah. Get rid of the media. Get rid of the credit cards. That's yeah. that's the next thing. Yeah. Because, and, and here's the thing. And this is, and I don't want to dovetail back to start you off again. Oh boy. But everybody's losing their brains over the straw issue. Mm-hmm. Think about how much money they're spending in in packaging plastic media and and plastic media for Magic Bands. Yeah. Not let alone that, and all the plastic media for their cards. You know, you have you have a paper card, then you could call and get a plastic card for Tables of Wonderland. Mm. Shouldn't that be on your Magic Band? Yeah. You know, and then the Magic Bands themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to be a nightmare when you throw all those things I, away. I figured they were going to ship them free for like the first year or so, but now that they've done it and we do into year what three, four, five. Yeah, I mean, and that's crazy. Well, I mean, I mean, all right, they shrunk down the box. You're, you're paying three hundred and fifty dollars a night to stay in a hotel room, yeah. so yeah, I could totally understand that. Yeah, I guess. But the thing is, if you want to talk about waste and plastic, yeah. those magic bands are ridiculous. And cardboard. And the cardboard. Well, cardboard's biodegradable and, yeah. and recyclable. But anyway, all right. Uh, Disney has found a way to pry a little extra money out of your wallet. <laughs> uh I, I think this one is hysterical. So Disney has now, they're calling Disney Early Morning Magic Offering at Ooh. Toy Story Land, booking through December 19th. So almost right up to Christmas, they're going to try this stunt. Guests can maximize, I love this, maximize their time at the all-new Toy Story Land inside Disney's Hollywood Studios when they take advantage of this new limited entry First access experience. Great marketing. This rolls off the tongue. Uh, when guests purchase a ticket to the special Disney early morning magic experience, in addition to their regular theme park commission, they can be among the first to enter Disney's Hollywood studio for the day and ride the popular Toy Story Land attractions with little wait time. Slinky Dog Dash and Alien Swirling Sorcerers and Toy Story Mania. Guests attending this event will also have the chance to meet Buzz, Woody, and Jesse while they explore the recently opened land. Now, can I just buy this? I mean, I'm a pass holder. Can I buy this? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, breakfast is included. In this event, uh, ticket price, and features a continental buffet with yogurt, fruit, pastries, assorted cereals, as well as the choice of a main dish like avocado toast mm. or fried chicken. Nothing sells breakfast like <laughs> fried chicken. Get your get your arteries clogged early in the morning. <laughs> it was fried chicken and waffles. That'd be great. It's a fried chicken served with a cronut. <laughs> They're really gonna clog you up. Uh, cronut. I, I'm. I'm sorry. I have to look up what a cronut is. It's a croissant and a donut. 
A cronut. You never had a cronut? Apparently not. Oh, they sell them at Epcot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, breakfast will be set up at a select quick service dining location outside of Toy Story Land. Well outside of yeah. Toy Story. Yeah, like the commissary or somewhere. <laughs> um, so that this begs the question. Baseline tap house. <laughs> do you do the rides and then eat, or do you eat and then do the rides? I, I don't... Well, the the hours here would well, lead me well, to suspect. Well, let's get into that, too. So the exclusive Disney Early Morning Magic event at Toy Story Land is set to take place on select Mondays and Wednesdays from 7.30 a.m. to 8.45 a.m. One hour. One hour. That's all you need, ride three rides with little waiting. Plus breakfast. Well, breakfast is served until 10. Yeah. Pricing for this is an additional $79 per adult and $69 per kid on top of your probably buck and a quarter one day ticket. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of that's a lot of bling to ride three. Attractions. So and we've got travel agents in the chat room, so this is a great question to ask. Does this happen on the same days as Magical hours? Magical no. magic Well, I take that back. They are running magical hours for the rest of the year. Every morning. I there is not a level of pissed. But the park opens at nine. So that would mean they'll let you in at eight. This ends at eight forty five. There's still not a level so, of piss that I would be if I if I spend eighty bucks for myself and then another eighty bucks for my wife, hundred and sixty dollars, and then sixty nine for the kitties. Yeah, I don't have kids, so I'm gonna write that. But you know, to be able to go do this, and then I have to wait there, and the entire hour is spent waiting in line mm. because a nobody's going to ride the attractions just once. No. You know, and then... Magic. I'm going to be on Sleeky Dog and say, I'm staying until 8.45. And then extra magic. Yeah, and they're going to be like, yeah, do you see that line, Joker? I don't care. Uh, yeah, you might. Uh, and then extra magic hours, people comes in, and the wait time goes up. and be like... And then you get there to the breakfast. I've seen their continental breakfast. It's not worth 70, 80 bucks. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. Avocado toast for $80? Fried chicken and a cronut? For $80? They got cereal. For $80. I know, right? I know. And and this is one of those things where on the fr- on the on the surface level it looks like a great thing that Disney's doing to kind of help alleviate some of the crazy. But on the other end, it's just like this is looks like a cash grab. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's just me. All right, moving on. Uh Disney World salons add Disney Couture character makeovers for all ages. Hey. Uh, it's been a trend ever since the idea. I'm going to go get one. Huh? I'm going to go get one. Oh, please. Please be Snow White. <laughs> yeah. Please be Snow of White. Of course. It's been a trend ever since the idea of Disney bounding took off. Disney fans of all ages were going to the parks dressed as their favorite Disney characters with inspired outfits and often with character-inspired makeup. Uh, a taboot. As the trend grew, the salons at Walt Disney World found themselves taking requests for more and more elaborate character makeovers from guests who wanted that special Disney look for a day in the park, or perhaps even a big event like a wedding. New character couture makeover packages make this a permanent offering in the Disney salon menu. From Ursula and Ariel to Cinderella and Maleficent, you can now indulge in an array of character 
custom character-inspired makeovers at salons across Walt Disney World Resort. Disney's new character couture packages offer sophisticated hairstyles as well as detailed makeup and nail designs inspired by your favorite Disney characters. Makeovers are available for guests ages four and up. So no longer is Bippity Boppity Boutique just for the kids. Now we've got it for the adults. Now you really won't get a reservation. Because you know what happens when Bippity Boppity Boutique kids grow up? (laughs) This is what happens when Bippity Boppity Boutique kids grow up. And with a little pixie dust, style options are limited at a limitless at a Disney salon. And out of this world galactic transformation inspired by Star Wars, you got it. A regal style befitting a Disney princess, done. A spooky yet glamorous look inspired by a Disney villain, absolutely. A frumpy old dude that looks like Big Al from Big Al's Toy Barn, you got it. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, that's that's just Tony. Packages and location. You know I love you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, packages and locations uh, are available. Let's see, services are available at salons at select Walt Disney World resorts. I am sick of their nomenclature. Yeah. Walt Disney Resort hotels, including Ivy Trellis, at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, La Vida Salon at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, and Salon by the Springs at Disney's <laughs> Wilderness Lodge. You know, that former bar, the Trout Bar, the Trout Pass Bar. <laughs> I wonder if they got the fish smell out. (laughs) Experiencing a character couture makeover can be a fun day out for best friends, a great way to get doll... I'm sure it would not take a day for this to happen. Trust me on that. A great way to get dolled up before a birthday or anniversary celebration or a unique way to express a guest's individual style while on vacation. Again, always assuming that people who are doing this are on vacation. Right. Packages start at just $50 for kids. Very reasonable, mm-hmm. and seventy five dollars for adults. That's reasonable, and go up to one hundred and fifty dollars for the full couture makeover. I thought this was even more expensive when you threw in the costume bit. I don't know if the costumes are part of it. Yeah. This is just hair, makeup, and nails. Yeah. Appointments are strongly recommended to make a reservation. Guests can call, and these are different numbers now: four zero seven WDW Spas or. Four zero seven nine three nine seven seven two seven. This is kind of a you know we rag on it, but it's a cool mm. thing. Yeah. You know, if you got the money and this, you just really want that. Well, print. they were doing the pirate thing for adult guys yeah. and, and girls. Yeah, if they wanted to be pirates, so now they're just expanding it to now princesses. Princesses, you got the Star Wars characters. Mm. You got yeah. uh, the heroes, the villains. Mm. I, you know. You know my wife. She's down. She mm. saw this. Was like, <gasps> I was like, oh crap. <laughs> well, they have the face painting too at a lot of different places. Yeah. So, if you're not into the whole hair makeup thing, I guess you could do the face painting. Sure. Mm. You've got the best costume all around. <laughs> you're Big Al. All righty. <laughs> all right. So uh, Disney leaked. Uh, I don't think it was really leaked. They put out a survey. Uh, which may give us uh, new details about Epcot's next big attraction. Uh, When Epcot's new Ratatouille opens ahead of the 50th anniversary, it will be built from scratch, ride in the World uh, World Showcase. It's been more than three decades, and this will be the first new attraction in World Showcase. 30 years. Because... Frozen was really just a redo a of, rehab of, yeah, of something that's been there. Yeah, yeah. Maelstrom. Yep. 
And then they've redone the the boat ride in Mexico. Mexico. Right. And then But nothing's new. This will be the first yeah. new thing. Uh, at the back of the current France Pavilion, the 3D trackless rat that do we ride will be part of a small addition that will include a Parisian style covered outdoor queue, a build your own crepe station, and a standalone restroom. Great. <laughs> the new guest pathway along the side of the current pavilion will funnel guests to this new area. Although the ride itself is believed to be nearly identical to the Ratatouille attraction in Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris, there are still some numerous other details yet confirmed regarding the upcoming attraction. A newly leaked survey gives us some hints about some of the biggest still unanswered aspects. Despite most of the current offerings within the French pavilion at Epcot, having French names... Disney looks to be more moving ahead uh, with using an, an English name for this new attraction. Well, isn't Ratatouille? French? I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Lentesta, founder of Touring Plants, which we're going to get on the show next month. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Uh, recently posted a screenshot of what he claims is a Disney survey rega- regarding 12 possible names for the ride, the 12 names are really six, with each having chef as an added or removed. Okay? Okay. Here are the names. Ratatouille. Remy's Crazy Kitchen Adventure. Nice. Ratatouille. Chef Remy's Crazy Kitchen Adventure. Ratatouille. It's going to get old. Remy's Culinary <laughs> Adventure. Ratatouille. <laughs> Chef Remy's Culinary Adventure. Ratatouille. Remy's Culinary Chase. Ratatouille. Chef Remy's Culinary Chase. Wow. Ratatouille. Remy's Dinner Dash. Ratatouille. Chef Remy's Dinner Dash. Ratatouille. Remy's Kitchen Chase, Ratatouille, Chef Remy's Kitchen Chase, Ratatouille, Remy's Mealtime Madness, and then Ratatouille, Chevy, uh, Chevy, <laughs> Chef's, Chef Remy's, Remy's Mealtime meal Madness. So, out of those names, John, which one, here's my problem. How do you name something if you don't know what it's about? Or we don't know what it's about. I mean, it's easy for You're them. You're the only one who doesn't know what this ride's about because uh, I've right. watched the video. All right. I, I don't. You sh- even, even yeah. <coughs> you shrink down to the size of Remy okay. and you get chased through a kitchen. Okay. I would say uh, Remy's Culinary Adventure mm-hmm. or Remy's Dinner Dash. Okay. Uh, he's not referred to as Chef Remy. Mm-hmm. He's Remy. Yeah. Uh, either way, it's going to be called Ratatouille. We're mm-hmm. not going to call it. It's it's just like well, yeah. It's, it, look, it's like Expedition Everest Journey to the Forbidden Mountain. Right. We're talking about the tagline. Right. You know, it's Expedition Everest, fondly referred to as 
the Yeti ride. Right. You know? Yeah. So we're, we're talking about up? this. Well, you either say the Yeti ride or Everest. Yeah, you're going on Everest? Yeah. What? Everest what? Expedition Everest? Yeah. What? Expedition Everest, yeah. Journey to the Forbidden Mountain? That doesn't help ever. No. So that's really what we're talking about. I think Remy's Kitchen Chase is okay. Remy's Dinner Dash makes a lot of sense. Right. Remy's Mealtime Madness. Which one do you like? Not knowing anything about it. <laughs> I would go with... I like Remy's Crazy Kitchen Adventure. Sounds if good. it's going to happen in a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be fitting then. <laughs> no, the reason I'm laughing is somebody in the chat room said, could you repeat this, please? Sure. No. Yeah, no, he can, no, he can't. Rat, rat no, to you're it. done. You are off. <laughs> no, he can't. No, uh, he cannot. Gosh. Uh, and, and then something short, something like Remy's Dinner Dash. Yeah, something cute, simple. Because you're not going to say it anyway, but... Right. Why? I don't want the added pressure. Why are we bothering with all this? This is just nuts. Everybody's just going to say Ratatouille. Yeah. Are you going to Ratatouille? You either either Ratatouille or not. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Uh, for those of you who have been under a rock for the last several weeks, uh, Mickey Mouse is turning 90 Wow. Uh, in November. And he doesn't look like a day over uh, 10. He looks great. You look great, hey, Mickey. Bob. Uh, so you can celebrate Mickey Mouse's birthday at this pop-up exhibition in NYC. Uh, Mickey looks great. Uh, the most iconic rodent in history, not Remy or Chef Remy for that matter. <laughs> uh, we'll be celebrating this significant milestone with a brand new show entitled Mickey, the true original exhibition opening on November 8th in New York City. It's a great real-world reminder of Walt Disney's famous, I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. After my rabbit got stolen. <laughs> uh, that's the second part of the quote that we never talk about. Uh, Mickey Mouse Exhibition is a 16,000-square-foot interactive experience that will feature a wide array of artwork from a collection of famous and up-and-coming artists, all inspired by Mickey being a, quote, true original and one of the world's most, if not the most, recognizable faces. The exhibit will touch upon his humble beginnings as uh, Steamboat Willie in his Technicolor shorts uh, to his impact on today. Famous Mouse moments will be reimagined in what promises to be a seriously delightful look at Mickey Mouse. Mickey the True Original Exhibition will include giant multimedia art installations, photo-worthy experiences, read selfies, and various surprises that you'll have to wait until November to hear about. They're all designed to capture the timeless joy that Mickey has effortlessly maintained over the past 90 years. The Mickey Fest will open at 60 10th Avenue in New York City on November 8th, 2018, and will run until February 10th of 2019. Tickets are available for a mere $38 per person, and that's a discount at twice the price. Yeah. I'm going. Are you? You're going to go when you're up there? Yeah. I'm going to go when I'm well, up there. Well, if you go, Christmas. get me something and bring yeah. it back. I mean, yeah. Cool. I, I'm excited. I already looked where this is. It's like Chelsea. It's out on the, the Lower East Side. So Sweet. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't let me buy tickets yet. So I guess when it gets a little bit closer to November, I guess maybe they'll, they'll let me sell tickets. All right, uh, this last piece bit here is a little disturbing, a little sad. Yeah, it's really sad. I don't actually. know why. I, there's no rhyme or reason to this. Uh, but Sammy DeVal's Water Sports is to close this week with no more parasailing, tubing, 
or water skiing at Walt Disney World Resort. Located in the marine area, the Disney's Contemporary Resort, Sammy DeValls has uh, kept the original vision of water recreation on Bay Lake alive at Walt Disney World, but this is coming to an end. Sammy DeValls Water Sports Center will close forever on August 31st, 2018, bringing to an end the offerings of parasailing, tubing, wakeboarding, water skiing at the Vacation Kingdom. Sammy DeValls also offered personal watercraft rentals, but those are still available departing from other areas like the Poly or the Grand Floridian. So, why are they closing this? I have no idea. Is is the water that bad? No, because they're still doing it at the Poly and the Grand Flow. I mean, that's just boats. I'm talking about yeah. like the sailing, yeah, parasailing, yeah. or tubing. Yeah. I mean, that water's got to be pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they don't want people getting it sucked into their nose or face or anything. Why is the water so bad there? Doesn't it? Because they don't it? recirculate. They have like no aeration. It's a, really a stagnant retention pond. You know. And those boats are constantly pumping yeah. gas and stuff. Oil and, and stuff yeah. in there. Wow. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So we don't know if there's going to be a third party or if it's going to open... At some other time, maybe it's going down for a hard rehab. Maybe they want to reevaluate it, make the area different. I don't know. So this mm. is, nobody knows what we don't know. It's been nice, Sammy Duvall. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see I you love, again. I, that is one of my guilty pleasures that I like <laughs> to do is rent a boat and go out on Bay Lake. Because you get Bay Lake and Seven Seas Lagoon. Right. You get both. Yeah. You're yeah. talking the bigger boats. Yeah, I like the pontoon boat. Yeah, I don't want to do like yeah. little, the little mouse boat. I don't think I can get in a mouse it's boat. Okay. Well, they used to allow you to take pictures, but now if you're in the mouse boat, they A, now make you wear your life jacket, and B, they make you uh, not take pictures. You can't take your camera out, your phone, a camera, or anything. And the pontoon boat, they don't care. So you can take your jacket off, and you can take uh, whatever pictures you want. File that under doesn't make sense. Yeah, Although, file that under. That's stupid. I'm in a bigger boat. I could do more damage. Twenty one and twenty one and younger, twenty five and younger. I could see that. Yeah. So I do. I do that. Uh, I try to do that a couple times a year. I'm not a fan of like beach and yacht because it's such a small don't go area. Anywhere. Yeah, you're not yeah. allowed to go all over. Yeah. In, I mean, you can go down to the studios. Well, that's great. Well, you know. Yeah. It's not that exciting down there. Nope. It may be now. Maybe a good place to take pictures of the gondola. It's a gondola, Bing, but I like bingo. to say gondola. All right, it's time for some headline news. <laughs> uh, pre-production for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three has been put on hold. There's a rumor, and I called it. Mm-hmm. Guess who they're talking to about potentially taking over Guardians? Ron Howard. God no! Did you see what he did to Star Wars Han Solo? <laughs> Taika Watiti. Who the hell is that? He's the guy that did Thor 3, the best one. Oh, okay. Uh, he's been seen in Marvel Studios. There's a possibility he may be taking over Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 because Thor 4 is a very far away. So he's available. Nice. Uh, is Tiana Riverboat Party Ice Cream Social and Parade viewing gone for good? 
I think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he's coming back. That movie, is, as good as it was, really didn't have staying power. Yeah. Yeah. Although Dr. Facilier And this was is a kind of a villain. weird thing. You had the ice cream on the dock and then you got on the boat. And the big complaint was where the boat stopped so that you could see the parade, there was all trees. Yeah. So you couldn't see anything. Right. So they tried to trim them back, but it still wasn't enough. Yeah. Right. Short of taking them down. Right. Um, do. We've talked about this. I guess we talked about it. In yeah. The For our Cantina Barbacoa food trunk is now serving at Disney Springs. I'm going to have to go check that one out. Finally. And that's happening uh, in between the World of Disney and Jadelli Chocolate. Oh, it's not in the other place. I'm pretty sure that's where we said it was. Where is the other place? Down at the food court? The Down where the truck? other food trucks are. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. It's near the World of Disney. Wow. Uh, holy crap. <laughs> a body was found in a burning car near Disney Fantasia Golf Course? Yes. In the in the in the parking lot? No, in the road. Really? Yeah. Was it an Uber driver who burst into front? I don't know. I don't know. Because it gets pretty hot in those cars. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't no. mean to make light of somebody dying. There were no details. That that was the headline. That's scary. Yeah. Uh speaking of, the Walt Disney World Swan will be seeing a pretty massive refurbishment to its lobby. Much yeah. needed. Yes. Uh, Walt Disney World counter service restaurants are, we've already talked about that, yep. are removing the drink lids. Uh, new logo for Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort has been released. I've not seen it yet. Is it okay? Yeah. Uh, they modernized it. It took a little bit of the nauticalness from it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking about Disney streaming service for ever. ever. Yeah, and we have not known the name. Until now. Mm-hmm. Stupid. It's not the best. No. It's not the best. It's called Disney Play. Isn't that the name of the stupid app they just gave us? I don't know. Is it? Mm-hmm. Disney Play? Mm-hmm. Oh, so they're already laying the groundwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So this is what they're going to use to go at Netflix. They couldn't come up with a really cool, like, Disney flicks. Yeah, or- and here was one thing, too, I read about this. There were going to be no R-rated movies on on this service. That includes any of their Touchstone or... Miramax? None. I'm not going to be able to see Jay and Silent Bob? No R-rated movies on the platform. Oh, well. Now, that's stupid. Just put them in a channel called the Adult Channel, and you pay extra for it. Extra four bucks a month or whatever. I don't know. Why do you have to pun- punish everybody for that? They're trying to make it family friendly. But, and the other I, thing I, is, I agree. If they do that, that guarantees that none Password of the. Password protected, lock n- it down. None of the Netflix Marvel will ever be on that. No. They said that we're not. Any of the Marvel. Uh, content currently on Netflix will stay on Netflix. Yeah, because they can't have... Yeah. I mean, they drop the N-word a hundred times an episode. I don't think that's family-friendly. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. So, I I think this is really just going after uh, kids, teens, tweens. That doesn't bode well for us. You know, and, uh, you know, adults that, like, don't want to be offended. Yeah. 
that's not going to bode well or for us. Don't want violent stuff. Or, that's, that's not going to bode well yeah. for the classic Disney stuff because they're gearing towards kids. Well, I mean, it's, it's all under R. <laughs> yeah, but it's. I mean, not. the Apple Dumbling Gang is rated G. Yeah, but you know, Escape from Witch Mountain is rated G. Yeah, but no kid's going to sit and watch that because the effects are horrible and the story's not great. Well, I. You know what I'm saying? You, do you know what I'm saying? Love them. I do <laughs> love them as well. But I'm not mm. saying that they're Jaws. That's what I'm saying. They need to silo this stuff, you know. Yeah. If you were born in the... <laughs> if you watched Disney Channel in the 70s, watch this. If you watched right. Disney Channel in the 80s, watch this. I just <laughs> I don't think they're gunning for Disney nostalgia. I think they're gunning for, here's all the Disney movies. Here's all the Disney shorts. Mm. Here's all the new Disney shorts. Well, let me ask you this. Let me riddle you this, Batman. Riddle me this, Batman, as we wind up. You know, Disney's got uh, this thing with, uh, you know, it's feature animated films where they put it out and then they put it on the, you know, in the vault for, you know, 10 years, seven years, seven to 10 years. Whenever the new technology yeah, comes out. You know, whenever. And then they put it out and they call it the double gold, platinum, uh, you know. Diamond. Diamond edition. Diamond tip. You know. Well, are they going to just put all of the animated stuff out there you know everything from snow white to uh, uh what the hell was the last thing moana why wouldn't they i don't know well you can buy moana because well, then on. it kind of takes the juice out of your dvd sales not necessarily you can buy moana on dvd and blu-ray mm -hmm. yep you can watch moana on netflix mm -hmm. you can buy moana on itunes mm-hmm or Google Play. Mm -hmm. There's so many different ways they can sell that movie. It, it, you know, they can still make money off that movie and still put it on a pay service because they're getting paid from Netflix for every mm -hmm. time somebody views it. Right. So it's almost even better because if you watch Moana once with a DVD, mm -hmm. you pay for it once. If you watched it like we have five or six times on Netflix, Netflix has to kick Disney back a royalty every time it plays. See what I'm saying? Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. All right. It'll be interesting. So, we want to make sure that you come find us over at Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, uh, Twitter at Disney Podcaster, YouTube and Instagram at Disney Parks Podcast. You can also find us at Disney Parks Podcast, excuse me, dot com, where you can find all of our show archives, as well as our blog posts. Links to our amazing sponsors like dreamsbydesigntravel.com. Make sure you check out our newest podcast, orlandolikealocal.com, facebook.com slash orlandolikealocal. Had to get that in there. And uh, other than that, my friends, if we don't see you online, we will see you in the, the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through